The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. first premier show thank you everybody for joining me it's your girl chess world the empress lady cake mix right here when you better live and we live in so if you're joining me tonight it is not by accident it is not miraculous but it is by destiny because baby i'm destined to be here and i'm so very appreciative of all the love and all the support that has been shown to me thus far but this one right here is the very first one and i'm letting you know it only gets better from here let me give a big shout out to be exposed media be exposed radio my director and my producer of the show Marnie. Marnie, i love you for helping me get here tonight for my dream thank god for you thank god for you good brother so I have a show for you all. Yes, I do. But before that, I'm going to let you know how I am starting things off all the time on You Better Live. And that's what prayer. That's what prayer. Just like I said, it is destined for me to be here with y'all tonight. For those who know me know that I have my history with radio um, as being an artist with hip hop, spoken word and everything else like that. And for me, it's just long overdue. You know, what I learned is that you can have fear and faith at the same time. And what I'm doing right now, y'all, is I'm stepping out on faith. So just like I said, this right here is destined for me. And I'm so very grateful that y'all are here joining me and supporting me in this endeavor. And guess what? God's will, God's time, and timing is everything. And I'm here to bring it to you. So just like I said, I want to start with prayer because first I got to give glory and honor to God. God, yes, to God, to God, who has given me this awesome conviction to start this You Better Live. That's just all that's speaking to my spirit. With all of these things going on in the world, going on right here in our city, in our lives, is a must. This was necessary. And I'm going to bring it to you. Your views, your news, <laughs> our views, correction, that's what I'm here to bring. So, God, I just thank you. I thank you. I ask you to bless everyone who is joining me tonight. Those who are joining me, to show me love and support this launch. I pray that this show is everything that you intend for it to be. Even the ones who did not have the opportunity to join me tonight, oh, Father God. Father God, I pray for those who are grieving the sick, oh, Father God. Those who are lost or worried in any way right now, oh, Father God. I ask that you allow this show to be a resource that re-up for whatever they may need, motivation, encouragement, inspiration, understanding, whatever, Lord, by your will, oh Father God, and by your grace, oh Father God, I know that you are going to allow that to happen. This show is going to act as an awesome source of joy, love, understanding, 
all of that, God. And I got to give all glory to you because it's bigger than me right now. And you better live. You've been speaking it into my spirit, oh, Father God. And you've just been giving me this conviction to speak it to everyone else, oh, Father God. Oh, dear God, every way that I move, I move through you who strengthens me. Oh, Father God, thank you. Bless all the viewers. Bless everyone who has joined me, oh, Father God. Continue to shower us with your mercy, grace, and your love. Thank you, oh, Father God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So that's how we're going to be getting it started every time, every Thursday when you come through to see me. 7 p.m. on Be Exposed Radio with your girl. Chast World, the Emperor's Lady Cake Mix. Y'all already know that chastity is my govern, M-E-N-T. Shout out to all the chastities out there and the other chastity dorses as well because I'm not the only one, but I am the one, if you know what I mean. But shout out to them, all of the chastities, and then also all of the zodiac signs. Leo's turn up. It was only right. I just had my 40th birthday, July the 29th. Yeah, 40. Look at this. That's the top of the show. <laughs> Blessed to meet me, but yes, 40. Look at this. Um, <laughs> gorgeous 40, shorty. I gotta speak life into myself. And that's what I'm gonna be using this show to speak life into you. Um, I gotta speak life for myself. And it was only right that my show, my birthday of my show, the birthday of my blood brother, the day after, was also doing Leo season because Leo's ruled the world. We roar, we roar, 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 roar the world, should I say. So it was only right that 8-11 is the birthday, the premiere of my show. So once again, thank you, salute to you. Keep rocking, keep coming and talking to your girl. These phone lines will be open. We're going to have a heck of a discussion tonight. I'm bringing things that I heard people talking about, things that's been on my mind, things that's been on my heart. And sure, if it's on mine, it's on yours. Like I said, being leaded by God to bring you your news and our views. One of the first topics, let's get into it, because I like to break that down to you too. See, I'm going to let you know everything that's going on by on You Better Live, and you better live for me, because I'm living for you right now, right? So the first little segment on how I like to run it is, what is in the world? And when I run through this segment, it's basically just saying, like, what in the world? What in the world? It's so much stuff going on around us. And I'm talking about one of the hottest topics right now, where you can definitely give it a what in the world? Who I'm talking about, y'all? Come on, come on in here and talk to me. Who am I talking about? Brittany Grinder. And may I say that I am appalled at people's response. People just, just everything that people are saying about her, that she deserves to be over here in this grinder, just convicted nine years for possession. No, not just possession. Not just possession. That I think that's how they got it to the smuggling part and with the possession. So what I did is how I'm always going to do my research. I'm one of them people that be up night, late at night, excuse me, reading and trying to learn. So that's another thing. We're going to learn here. We're going to get to know and we're going to grow together. So just like I was saying, I'm appalled at some of y'all responses about this girl, Brittany Grinder. Yes, I am. Many are reporting that she should be there. Russia is their country and those are their laws. And she is deserving because she broke the laws. Well, let me tell you how I derived my opinion. That is definitely, she's definitely being used as a political pawn. And it's just not right. 
All I'm going to say is right now, I am pleased to have some freedoms and some liberties under American law that I feel would not have me be subject to being locked up here for nine years for a vape. Okay, so let's talk about it. In the 19th centuries, cannabis was one of the largest revenues there in Russia, okay? Things dwindled a little bit, 1930s or whatever else like that is. You know, the country began to build up. Land was more scarce, so then that came that the crop, the production of, of um, marijuana basically dwindled. Okay, what I did, and I found out, because I say I want to go to the beginning and, 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 and get to the bottom of it and make it make sense. Make it make sense. If you truly believe that this lady is not a political pawn, and it did not happen in the way that it happened for Russia to gain something politically, then I don't know what to say. But I'm going to say a lot about it. So getting back to my point, right? So it was around 2004 where the laws um, changed drastically. Yep, I'm skipping. 19th century, now we're in 2004. I'm skipping it a lot, right? So it became in 2004 when they changed it, like far as like the possession laws or the amount that you carried while you were in Russia. So in 2004, which is wasn't even, what, 20 years ago, um, they changed it from 20 grams to 6 grams. So, I mean, no, to 20 grams. That's that that was a criminal offense. So you could basically have up to 20 grams of cannabis without being subject to arrest. What would happen was you would do a fine, I think of like five thousand in Russian dollars, right? Or not in or five thousand or 15 days incarceration. So that was in 2004. That was 20 grams. Not even five years later, we're not even going to talk about a decade. Two years later, 2006, they changed that 20 down to six grams. So then they made it say that if you had six grams or more in your possession, because this is illegal over there. That's one of the facts that we point out. We understand that Russia is its own country and they are entitled to have their own laws and their own consequences for their laws. But that's why I went to the laws to really get to the bottom of it, right? So now there was six grams. And I say all that to say, so that was in 2006, right? So then Miss Brittany, these two dates that she supposedly smuggled, not smuggled, because let's be clear, it was a mistake. It was done. Even if she intentionally brung it along, okay, they were in her bag smuggling. It wasn't take down. She didn't have it strapped under her arm and everything. I mean, when you think about smuggling. So yeah, it was a mistake. It was a bad one, but it was a mistake. But the penalty is just so excessive. Okay. The weight of those two vapes don't even come up to a gram. It's like 0. 0.0 something, something, something. I was going to pull it up on my thing because I got my laptop over here on the side, y'all, so I can pull up my information, you know, how it's going to go on the show, following these Thursdays and stuff. I'm going to be popping it on up there so you can follow me right on along. But it wasn't even one gram, right? With all that being said, right, then she was detained two weeks before Russia overtook Ukraine, talks about trading of a prison's prisoner have been from the beginning, right? 
that even now, and I seen in breaking news by the Washington Post, thinking about still doing the switch, the switch over, right? But they wanted to hold off until the hearing, the legal proceedings were finished. So let's look at this. This lady has nine years, nine years in a penal compulsory system over in Russia. We talking about a Russian prison for smuggling and possession of two vapes. Mind you, I know everybody is subject to the law. Russia, just like I said, has their right to oppose any laws they seem necessary. But it is outrageous. It is outrageous to think that this lady bringing no malicious actions over to Russia, this lady not trying to do anything to destroy the country, this lady, a WNBA star, Miss Brittany Grinder, who during the offseason of the WNBA has to go and play over here. She made statements where she's apologized to her teammates. Um, she was focused on winning championships over there. I mean, it's just a big old mockery. It really is. So, yes, Ms. Brittany Gronda, nine years for Vince, personal use. She had a marijuana medical uses college. It doesn't apply there in Russia, but still. Also, even considering that, man, they could have really played that game if it wasn't political. They could have, like, really, really, really grind our. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep on giving grinder because I was on the thing like, oh, they done put my girl in a grinder, grind her up. These comments, these things that I've been saying, even I'm going to speak on what some of the conservative commentators have been speaking on her. Something that has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the situation it is now. That's why this gives me even more proof that it is political. It is political. And for us to sit here and think that her, one, it doesn't have to do all with her being a black woman, but to sit here and think that that does not have anything to do with it. Also, her lifestyle of LGBTQ, right? Her being American. Also, that it happened in that two week span before they overtook Ukraine, right? All of this, all of that has something to do with it. It is bigger than her just going over Russia and having these baits and being held and convicted. Yes, it is. So I just hope Biden, whoever do whatever they need to do to get this lady out. Because like I said, I'm appalled. I am appalled. This lady is over here for nine years for having a vape. Like I said, they could have really played it. That's what they could have did. Banned her from the country. Stopped her from playing over there. This was the lady who came, who called Russia her second home. Her second home on the whole offseason in the WNBA. Let's not even speak on her having to use her body, the strenuous impact that is playing the sport alone, to have these cannabis pens sm smuggling. Get out of here. She brought them over there because she knew that she was going to be hurting. Like I said, she said that she didn't even know they were in the bag. But even if she did know they was in the bag, I mean, like, so what? So what? So what if she did know that they was in the bag and she had them? She ain't smuggled. They was in her bag. It was an honest mistake. They could have ended her career over there and just send her home. Say, you know what, Miss Brittany? No more playing over here. We don't need you. We're going to stop over all of that. And then going back onto the amount that she had, since we want to talk about the grams. Yeah, 
That lady was supposed to be paying that $5,000 fine or she's supposed to be doing a 15 days of jail. And right now she didn't did well over 15 days. And now they didn't just switch it up. Flip, flam, thank you, ma'am, and gave her nine years. I'm appalled. So just also speaking on some of the things that I heard the conservative commentators saying. All of those, right? Yeah, they say that they were. I don't know if I'm looking in my chat, guys. I got my little thing over here trying to stay on point with everything else like that. But far as like with the someone was asking if they wonder if it was doctored prescribed. I mean, when you get this marijuana medicinal card, you are allowed to go into the dispensaries and purchase cannabis products. So a lot of times it's vape. People do the, the oil, THC, CBD, and a lot of people smoke the flower. But this definitely is a benefit. Thank you, Nay. Welcome. I know that's right. It definitely is a benefit. Um, to so many people. I ain't never heard of nobody doing nothing about smoking no weed now. Don't get me wrong. The, the, the weed man and probably tried to short you or something like that criminal. <laughs> Somebody done burned you and gave you some fake weed and all that before. But I ain't never seen no whole bunch of foolishness and all that behind no marijuana. I just didn't. And that's just my opinion. So that's why this is just oh so much foolishness. Could you imagine nine years being here over there, it was just so many flaws in the case. They say this lady didn't have um, the right um, people, the what is it, the interpreters to let her know what's going on. Even that president, you know what I'm saying, of who she is. Like I say, nobody is above the law, but come on now, this Brittany Grinder coming over here, Griner, coming over here to play on your Russian basketball team business. Calling this the second home. Ain't come over here malicious to hurt your country, to do anything to your country. No, it was political gain. So they can get her, keep her as a prisoner, like they did, railroad her, give it as nine years, so they can have a bigger argument when it comes to that, that exchange of the prisoners. Because she ain't the only one over there they trying to get out. So that's what that is. But just like I said, they could have set her down a whole nother way. They could have said, just don't even come back over here because that's how money, that's how big. But to stop her life, nine years, take her away from her wife, her family, going over here. She wasn't coming over there to vacate, to parlay, smuggle. Come on now, y'all really saying that this lady deserved this nine years? She ain't smuggled. She was going over there to do her job, to work, to work. To work towards a championship, she said, because just like I mentioned, she's already gave a, a apology to like everyone that she basically can. Everyone that she can. Golly, y'all gonna hold up to that? I swear to goodness. That this whole experience has definitely took the taste of traveling to Russia out of my mouth. Because next, like I said, y'all ain't ride with Miss Brittany. Y'all definitely ain't gonna ride with Chastity Dorsey because next. It's going to be Mercosense, Vanilla, or something else like that. What if I didn't know? And them oils that I done bought from that man on Monument Street. Huh? How? What if I didn't know? And I go over there, and I got this in my bed. This Rihanna oil, whatever. And something that is illegal over there now. Now they done locked me up, shell, and try to give me 20 years. And, and the looks of the things, like I said, the way y'all speaking out on it, y'all be for it. Y'all will be for it. And I just don't live for that. I just don't live for that. 
Yes, not to only speak on it. Like I said, the sport itself is strenuous for women. We know they don't get the fair payout. So this is this lady after the season of the WNBA going over there to play on another team to get that coin. She ain't small. She went over there and she honestly made a mistake, had it in her bag. And now she got nine years. And Russia has a bigger leg to stand on when it comes to the swap of those prisoners and those prisoners exchange. That lady body was hurting. That lady has a marijuana medical card and had some vapes. And unfortunately, they were in her bag. That's what happened. And for anybody to think that that is okay, I don't listen to that. I do not listen to that. I do not live for that. I do not. I do not. I mean, let alone we already know how the systems are and that they have used this system centuries, centuries, centuries to penalize Black people, Africans, unjustly. Black, brown, all different shades. We come in all different shades, honey. But in us knowing that and can really be on a position like this lady deserved this for nine years, cut the malarkey. <laughs> and my god brother cut it cut it what in the world that's what it's giving me so talk to me y'all what are y'all thoughts about it because those are definitely my thoughts on it they could have sat her down in a whole nother way it was excessive and she's a political prisoner that's my take on it that's my take on it talk to me talk to me you know, the lines are going to be open. And that's another thing that I, I, I want to do and announce to you guys, too. You can always email me on Be Exposed Radio. Um, you can also message me and you better live on the page. Let me know what's going on, what you want to talk about, especially on what in the world. <laughs> what in the world? Because everything how we're going to run it on this segment today is going to be like the what? We're going to do the what? It's up with that because a, a lot of times when you question the what, you get the when, the where, the how, <laughs> all of that, right? And that's what we're trying to get to so we can grow and so we can know. But yeah, man, that just ain't right. That just ain't right. And they in talks right now to switch this lady. That's that's really what it was all about. And for people to say, I understand that it's ever been other ethnics and other uh, races that have been detained there for marijuana or whatever else like that. But those are one of the, I guess, benefits of people wanting to come to this country. That's one of the main reasons. It's not that we all spoiled and we just run around like whatever and we just doing whatever. No, it's laws. It's laws. But history shows that the laws have been made so in a way to definitely, definitely affect us and hold us back. So how could you allow these people to brainwash you and say it's okay? Oh, they over there in Russia. That's what Russia did. Yeah, they don't play with people. That's what they did. That's what they did. They don't play with people. So yeah, she should have been locked up. Ain't no way. And like I said, I'm gagging. And for the conservative commentators, they going all the way back to an interview that she did in what, 2020, when all of the racial 
it's still going on. So I ain't gonna say when, but when the racial stuff was going on about the Brianna Brianna Taylor and her slaying, right? And Miss Brittany Griner spoke spoke on that she wasn't going to come out doing the games on the national anthem. She spoke on it. She said that she didn't, you know, feel as though she needed to. And as long as they play it, you know, it wasn't anything against America. Her father has served. She definitely feels great to stand next to her teammates and everything else like that. Um, she's proud to be an American, but that was her stand on it. Her own protest. And we didn't seen that done in sports. So for them to bring that up, yeah, mocking her, saying, huh, I wish she stood for that anthem now. And what has the anthem done for her? Quite frankly, what has America done for her? What has America done for her? Because if she was getting paid like she's supposed to be getting paid in that WNBA, she wouldn't have to be going over there in Russia. And she got that visa, she would not have to be going over there. Mm-mm. She wouldn't. She would not be going over there at all if we were equal and she was getting that pay. Because that basketball ain't no joke. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm going to tell you, that's real. Oh, <laughs> look, my producer told me, make sure you concentrate on this show. I put my laptop on the side so I can bring up my information, but I ain't supposed to be all into them comments and see I need to see them content. But you know what, Nate? I'm going to get you some monkeys. <laughs> I appreciate you reaching out to me. That's like one of my favorite animals, you know. And with it say, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Because it's all good up on here and you better live. And I appreciate that you living for my monkeys. So what it is, y'all, I, like I said, they bringing up this 2020 thing about her and what she said and everything else like that. They done nothing. Nothing. The anthem has done nothing. She basically questioned, like, downplayed nowhere else, so why over a sports game? But that was on a different subject. She has a right to her personal opinion, her personal protest or whatever. Why bring that up? Why bring that up? Can you imagine being over there? You don't have translators. You don't have nobody to really tell you what's going on. Now you over there, you know you didn't intentionally bring these vapes. Now you over there, they just now sentence you to nine years. Nine years. Nine years in the system. But <laughs> I know y'all look. My family is in the house, and I knew that they was going to be coming out and doing everything while I was on here. You probably see my little boy in the background. Look at him. Land. <laughs> when I go to break, we're gonna have to do some restaging. But I knew he was gonna wake up when I was coming through on here. But it's all good because guess what? My fly guy job. I'm gonna be bringing him on here too to give y'all a little bit of this entertainment. But yes, nine years over there. Russian jail ain't like no American jail. It is not. And I'm appalled. I'm appalled. All I know is, and what I learned from it, is that I better not go to Russia and I better not bring nothing. Shoot, they might jail me for this very head. That's another thing. That lady had locks. I always say <laughs> that people discriminate on them locks. You know they already discriminate on us because we black. Her being LGBT, her being American, all of this happening at a time when Russia was ready to overtake Ukraine. 
Now they already on socks. Come on, y'all. Don't you believe it? Don't you believe it? It's always faith over what's in front of my face. Do you not believe the hype? What you think about it? What you think about it? But why are you thinking about it? And, you know, you can talk to me about it. I like to remind you to always like, share, and comment on the page. I'm trying not to look over here to get all that little side view or whatever. I was like that. But I'm looking to view some of these comments. And, um, yes, nobody wants to be in a foreign jail. You, you can look over there every now and then. I go for it. <laughs> go for it. He told me go for it. The Lord side view. Boom, 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 boom. But, yeah, nobody don't want to be in no foreign or domestic jail, child. Don't nobody want to be over here. Look how y'all be about central booking. Y'all don't even want to be in central booking, child. Y'all don't even want to be in Cumberland, Hagerstown, Eastern Shore, none of that. Over there is a whole different ballgame. Nine years, I would have fell out. Soon as they would have pulled me out the airport, honey, and said, you got them what? Wait, what, what in the world? <laughs> That's what I'd have been saying. Hold on, wait. What happened? They said I got what in my bag, baby. They did that lady like that, like she had a hundred pounds, like she had a strap down to her legs, her size seventeen shoe. Yeah, I looked at all that to do my research. Like she had it on the bottom of her feet. These people that gave this lady smuggling, smuggling. She wasn't just know anybody coming over there on no vacay. This was Brittany Grinder. Come over there to play on y'all team. Go for championships. This wasn't her first rodeo with y'all. Y'all knew her. They could have sat her down another way. They could have sat her down another way. It's so disrespectful. And I pray that the sister get up out of this. She gets out of this. She gets out of it and get out of it soon. And I pray that she never returns. I wouldn't. I would never return. And if I got up out of that, yes, I will run my mouth. I will run my mouth. So like I said, the justice system has already had its flaws for centuries against people we already know. So Russia is just part of that. What makes y'all feel like, because the way people have been speaking about it is like from a, a standpoint that uh, Russia is more you know, righteous when it comes to law. Oh, they don't play with people over there. Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, she went over there. That's their law, and that's that's how it's, it's given. And that and that's what that's what it is. She should be detained. She should. People was given. They should keep her over there. Oh, yes, I would quit, honey. If I pay for the WNBA, I don't know. I I don't know. Just like I said, she better live when she get out. She better live. That's all I'm saying. I, I feel like she is going to be getting out. But like I say, it's already discussions already about it's been discussions from the beginning. This lady was detained in what, January? January, February? I'm going to try to pull up my information and stuff like that. But January, February? Like, on now. January, February? Come on. It's August. And now she got nine years. Nine years. She should be paying the fine or doing that 15-day penalty. That's it. They could have sent her down and sent her home, banished her to never come to the country ever again, never can play on the Russian basketball team. I would have looked at that as a respectful sentence. It still would have been harsh, in my opinion. It would have been harsh. 
for two vapes. They kind of like this lady came over there smuggling like she was a drug lord. That's how they set her up. They said smuggling channel. Well, since February, yes, since February, February 17th. So given the six more days, what's that? March, April, May, June, July, August. That's six months. My soul cries for her. I swear to goodness, because I could not even imagine. And you cannot help but to empathize. How can we be so cold? And I understand with everything going on in the world, right? People are kind of like desensitized to stuff like that. But even when it comes to like laws and different things like that, they keep on building laws and keep on creating laws and keep on building laws and keep on creating laws. They don't affect the criminal. They affect the law-abiding citizen. See, because we already abiding by the laws, but then the laws put more restrictions on us. The criminals don't care about the laws anyway. And on hindsight, they don't care. Keep on making them. They don't care about no laws. Keep on making them. And I just feel like, Oh my goodness, he is young. <laughs> ja, you better live in my background. You know what? I am living for it, y'all. I am living for it. It's all good. He yawning, but I hope he ain't yawning at me. <laughs> and what I'm talking about, no, my baby started school this week. It is definitely beating him down, beating him down. Um, but yes, I would fall out of love with the sport. Like I say, it's definitely, definitely took the taste out of my mouth. They even go that way. Russia, China, all that. They can keep it. They can keep it. But the way people is speaking like they more righteous than us and they more able to set laws and everything else like that because they don't play with people and they want to make sure that she's being convicted and trying to put it like this is just because she's in this. Hold on, wait a minute, baby. You got to sit down and I'm going to get you. See, you got to take breaks. When you laugh <laughs> and you be living, that's what it gives. Okay. But yeah. See? See how kids is? See how they is. <laughs> See how they is. But like I said, I live for it, y'all. I live for it. But yeah. Acting like Russia is so righteous. Acting like they so righteous. America ain't do nothing for that lady. That lady's still sitting over there. Oh my goodness. That's exactly what they doing. Yes, girl, mother. The government, that's what they used to hold us back. Soon as they stepped out of slavery and deemed that to not be legal, they found another way. They found another way. Any system they can use to hold us back, to keep us enslaved, they do it. And that's why I'm just like appalled because I've been seeing so many of us speaking on this and speaking on it as if it's right. Oh my goodness. I know you don't know Brittany Griner personally, but what if it was me? What if it was you? I will be appalled. My soul will be crying the same way it is and probably even more because you know, I know you personally, but the fact to know that this lady was going over there to play for this basketball team and did nothing maliciously, it is definitely hurting my soul. I think I'm probably gonna have to already take a break and a two-minute commercial, y'all. But you know, stay with me. And when we come back, we've been talking about Britney a bit because I still want to get your thoughts on it. I don't want to be on here talking all by myself. Y'all know I can. Y'all know I can. But I need you. Come on, talk to me about that, Britney. And then when I come back, we're going to talk about Trump the Trump the Y'all know his house just got raided. Yeah, Monday. Monday.
how he getting away with stuff like this, I have no clue. So I'm ready to go out to this commercial, guys. And I thank you again <laughs> for joining me. So when we come back, we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about Trump. Let's move on. We're going to open up these phone lines, and I'm going to get your thoughts. And when we're talking about Trump, we're going to add that to what in the world. But then I'm going to have another segment where I'm talking about what's up with that. So come on back with me, y'all. Your girl, Chess World, the Empress. Lady Cake Mix, as we going on commercial, keep me in, let me know, because I'll keep talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Y'all know what I do. You this better was be. my boy, Emmett Till. I yeah. got a letter today from Auntie Lizzie. She said, Bo's been working the fields. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, he just doesn't understand how different things are in Mississippi. Are you listening? Yes. Be small down there. Like this? Emmett never thought anything would happen to him. Meet the mommy, Simmy! He just wanted to go on vacation and have fun with his cousins. But if my son could just get his feet back onto the Chicago soil, he'd be one happy kid. I don't know why I said that. I want to talk to you about that boy. They've come for you. to describe what a mother knows. The first thing I noticed when I became a mother was that my hands were busy all the time. My hand knew him with my eyes closed, just like I'd know his laughter in a crowded room. It's the same thing when you know all of someone. This was my boy, Emmett Till. The body of Emmett Lewis Hill has been found dead. Can I at least just fix him up a bit? No. They have to see it for themselves. You tell me, Mamie. How is risking your life gonna help you? Those pictures of your son change people's lives. I can't look, baby. We have to. Of my son has shown me that what happens to any of us anywhere in the world had better be the business of us all. And welcome back to the You Better Live live radio broadcast. Well, I say radio, but you're looking at me, you know, so scratch that. I mean, you can listen, whatever you, <laughs> whatever's suitable, but you see me and you listening to You Better Live. And you better live for these topics and let me know what you're thinking. I like to piggyback on the Britney um, grinder, even though we're going to move on to the Trump because I see my godmother, Cheryl. Hey, godmother. Um, was just basically speaking on uh, the government needs to hold on to this rent control, stop holding the blacks back, and let us live decent with nice houses, have a rent tax control, and we should not be paying a lot of money. 
either from 60 on. Um, I kind of agree. I think a lot of entities um, falls at like BG&E and everything. I said, I said they can set up a fixed amount, forget going to energy assistance for one bedroom, a two bedroom, a three bedroom, a four bedroom, five bedroom, all the way up, as much as y'all need to go. One amount, mm, excuse me, and still be paid and still be paid. It's all set up. And subsidized housing to still go by your income, baby. So every little drop of dime y'all get, they want it. So it is. It's set up to hold you back. But I definitely think when it comes to our elderly, our disabled, our seniors, our veterans, um, even ones who are not veterans, just when it comes to our elderly and living this life, they definitely should have some benefits. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it. So thanks for making that comment, Godmother. Because that thought and that talk on Brittany and what I was just basically speaking on the laws and the, the injustice that's in the justice system that is in so many systems that they create that supposedly be to help us, um, that brought about her thought. So I appreciate it because uh, it gave me an opportunity to talk about it. So another what in the world. Now, I ain't even going to give this a what in the world. We, we done with that. We know what's going on with Russia. We know what's going on with my girl, Brittany, over there. Yes, my girl, my sister, power, strength, light, and love sent to her right now because I can only imagine her being over there right now in that prison. Um, but I want to talk about this Trump. What he, what he got to do to be arrested? Did we need to send him over to Russia? Would they even, oh no, Putin was his boy, right? Did we have to send him over there for him to be detained? But what we need to do? On Monday, his house got raided. And why his house got raided is because he supposedly has classified documents that he removed from the White House over in this Mar-a-Lago um, estate over here in Florida, um, one of his resorts or whatever. He wasn't there when it got um, raided, but his attorneys were, his, his legal counsel. But this just didn't start Monday. What happened was, it was, I think it's called NARA. Um, and I'm trying to think of what the acronym stands for right now. Let me pull it up. Yeah, because I'm over here, y'all, doing my homework. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, let me pull it up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. So this started back sometime in like May or June, never. Um, they are charged with basically collecting presidential documents and, you know, storing them or whatever. So basically when they went to the home to collect these documents, they reported to the Department of Justice that inside of these documents were classified documents. What is a federal crime? You are not to remove classified documents. So I guess the way that they were stored or whatever in his house was um basically unpresidential. And I say it like that to say unpresidential because everything that this man has done has been that, has been that. This also was an addition to um, the investigation they have on him about, you know, his unwillingness to over to turn over <laughs> the White House in, uh, in an election, in a recent election when Biden ran one over him. Um, but yeah, they raided his house. So this stemmed from that organization going there to collect the documents. And when they were going through them, they realized, hold on, what's going on? This ain't supposed to be in here. So then later, the FBI and the Department of Justice followed up with a meeting back in like June 
with Trump's legal counsel, who they said have been cooperating with them. Why wouldn't he? He know he can't do nothing to get locked up. He don't care. He didn't already send something on social media, not Twitter, because I think he's still banned from there. I don't know. But he don't care. He don't care what they saying. He do not care what they are saying. So anyway, so in June, he went over there. And it was a discussion where the Department of Justice, those investigators, um, even the chiefs went over there. Like I said, I can't get to my information right now because I had these names for y'all. But the chief, he went over there and he was like, show me where he stored these documents. So they go downstairs, they pose a bin in some basement, some basement areas, just down there in boxes, jail, just what Trump do. Don't even care. Something he didn't took from the White House after he didn't incite the riot. Right. Not wanting to follow the democracy of turning over the presidency, right? When he was trying to overturn the election, that they done him wrong. Everything has done him wrong. They even speaking on that, he is under attack. Like, nothing like this has ever happened in the history of America for a former president or president house to be raided in a criminal investigation. That should say a lot. That shouldn't give you the impression that he is under attack the Republican Party, even some Democrats. But it should give you the impression that something is wrong. And something is wrong with this man that, and something is wrong that has not been addressed for too long. That's what it should give you. So when it went over there, they took him down to this basement area and they realized that these documents were in the basement, just down there, thrown under, just like I got my stuff stored under my steps or however you have you, right? So once they found out that these documents were down there, what did they do? They went back, they convened, they sent the letter to the council to say, y'all need to put a padlock or something on that door. No, y'all need to secure it more properly, right? Because it must not have been secured. Like I said, they, the way they're reporting is that on the CNA so, CNN source that I got is that they just down, was down in the basement in the box, something he drove with him from the White House, something he didn't want them to see, and the informant and supposedly let them in on that Trump had these classified documents and where he was storing them, right? But it also stems from NARA, that 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 institution or that company. I'm gonna pull it up when I go break y'all and give y'all all of the facts. Give it to you just like that, right? That they went there and they seen them. So they asked them to store it. So this one right here, they did it. It was unannounced. They signed off on it. The Department of Justice says that it definitely has to be a full investigation. If anything, it's a federal offense to have classified documents and take them. You know, of course, they're using it, saying that they bring all this information out right before Trump is supposed to announce his, oh my goodness, when I think about it, I just want to cringe, his, <laughs> his idea to run for president again in 2024. And with all of these things going on, I believe it. I believe it. He was never held accountable as president. Never, never. No accountability. He was responsible for this con this country and was the most irresponsible person I know. I mean, when it comes to the morale of the country, like how you said, we already knew racial tension was here. We already knew what a lot of the disparities of our nation were. But Trump really brought a delight. Yeah, him and them good old boys and everybody else, 
What can he not do? When they raided his house, he wasn't there. He already committed a crime. So that's why I go back to that too. Nobody is supposed to be above the law. How is this man not arrested? How is it even possible for him to even be talking about this and kind of like taunting and saying, oh yeah, if I wasn't running before, I'm definitely running now. I can't stand him. I cannot stand him. What are your thoughts, y'all? I cannot stand him. I cannot. I cannot. What are your thoughts? Yes, it is nice to meet me. That is my topic on my premiere show. What are your thoughts, y'all? We then talked about two things. Brittany Grinder, and now I'm talking about this Trump. This Trump. This Trump. The Trump. And all I'm going to say is he just keep trumping them. I never seen it. If you got that money, you can basically get out of anything. Out to anything. And just like I said, him being a former president, him being a president, period, because it was a lot of controversy when he sat in the chair, when he had the position. I mean, criminal stuff. And if the most appalling act was when the election was over and he didn't want to turn it over, that, that was like the most appalling, how he incited them people. You know why they went up there to that White House like that after that election? Because Trump said it was okay. He said it was okay. He was messy. And he told them, come on. They is against us. That's why they didn't feel like they was going to get in trouble. And then all I'm saying, I don't really think they did. Because if it was me and you, this right here, we be done. They would have came and locked me, locked me up the next day. I would have still been in there. Storm in the Capitol. Storm in the Capitol. People died. People lost their lives. It was like one of the worst events ever that happened in history. In my opinion, he was one of the worst presidents. And the fact that he could entertain running again. He playing with America. He don't care. Trump do whatever he wants to do. He do. He do. Can you imagine me working somewhere, let alone a post office? How many of y'all got jobs where they say you can't take these documents or take these files or whatever out the office, or whatever else like that? I'm talking about classified documents that could be a potential breach to our safety. Tell nation, this man got him in a house where he ain't even keeping watch over him. He had him in a room down in the basement in boxes, like whatever, because I'm going to take it back to the White House when I go in 2024 as I'm running for the presidency. And oh my goodness, I rebuke that now. <laughs> I rebuke it now. But that's basically what he was given, and I don't live for that. You better live. Come on through, y'all. Like, subscribe, and share. Let me know what your thoughts is. Always talk to me. We're going to learn. We're going to grow. We're going to get to know together. Yeah, you better live. This sign right here is I love you sign, right? I love you. I love you. I love you for joining me, talking to me, and seeing what is on my mind. Because this is much needed, much appreciated, the love and the support. But I ain't feeling Trump. I am not. I'm not feeling that. Can you imagine? Just like I said, well, I ain't gonna say imagine. Just say what it is. I'm working for somebody. I, not even the president. I'm working for somebody. I take these files out this office. Up at the courthouse, at the police station, or whatever else like that. It's a criminal offense. Why is he not arrested? They done raided his house. 
ain't told him nothing. But we seen drawn out hearings about something else that he did and did everything else. So, mm. yes, it's crazy. Okay, Rhonda, Rhonda says, you know, and her thoughts is and speaking of that Black Lives Matter destroyed and killed more people. And they got by with it. Biden's the worst president ever. I hear you. I don't agree. I don't believe that he is the worst. We done had some worse. And if you think Biden is worse than Trump, I guess when you can talk on some positions for us like an economy and a downslide and everything that we had. But when I talk about really what I think about, see, being a president is something noble. If anything, your ethics, your moral, your decency, everything like that should be intact. He has shown us nothing sort, nothing of the sort. At least by and trying, he old, but he trying. And he ain't, he ain't the best. So Ron I agree with you on that. He ain't the best, but he ain't the worst evil. He ain't the worst evil. Appreciate your thought. He is not the worst evil. He is not the worst evil. In my opinion, Trump was the worst. And that's just what, you know, I've seen in my experiences from my lifetime. So that's how I look at it. You know, I know a lot of people play on that, Republican, Democrat, or whatever else like that. My whole thing is right is right and wrong is wrong. And sometimes what's right, everybody don't go. Mm, what's right in, in that presence alone, people will go along with whatever anybody else saying that's wrong. But yes, wrong, I would like to, to answer you that. like. What would make him the worst president ever? What is it? What is it? The gas prices? Is it the gas prices? Because what Trump did in inciting people to go into that capital and people lost their lives and everything else like that and how he incited this racism and, and chill, that is, that's the worst. If it don't make it the president, it's the worst action. And just like I said, his house being raided, him being involved in a criminal investigation. This is the first time ever that it's happened. The first time ever. Yes, no, gas prices don't have nothing to do with the presidency. See, I'm looking over here in my comments, but I guess the point that I was making is that maybe people feel like he's the worst. Maybe people feel like he's the worst because those are one of the issues that's going on right now. So people feel like with the gas and everything else like that, that maybe he's the, the worst. Because unfortunately, like we know, people look at stuff just like since sometimes. I said that, I was say, I said I was going to come on in. Since I oh, said why? that, <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's you know because that's conflating so many different issues. Your issues right. with gas prices has nothing to do with the presidency. Clearly, he said that to people as as right. as recently as the past two months of the gas prices right. rising. That it's not in his control. He doesn't own BP. He doesn't right. own Exxon. He doesn't own Carol Fuel. They buy their fuel from a particular country. If that particular country is charging an arm and a leg for that, they only can pass that on to their consumers because you are the one that's buying gas. Right. right. Learn economy before you start to speak to. Mm. And it's not like things or numerous things. And I'm sorry, I said been. economy. I meant economics. Economic. <laughs> economy, economic, they know what you mean. <laughs> I live for it. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like people will pick little things out and try to, you know, tone in on that and say, oh, because when 
this and this happened or whatever. Even what was going on with Britney, how I growing up, whatever. I don't think that he's the worst because he wasn't able to retrieve her in, in a method or a way that I thought that he should, but definitely not the worst. Definitely not the worst. Trump has done some atrocious stuff. Some atrocious stuff. And that's why I keep asking the question. You know, everybody says that he's the worst president ever. What makes somebody or what makes that particular position the worst president ever? I would like what to know. is it that you are wanting that you have not gotten? Right. What because is it? no one can ever answer that question. What makes the president the worst president ever? Because his agenda is being done. He already laid out his agenda for you. That's why you elected him president. Yes. And he's getting that accomplished. Whether he yes. has or tries to get the support of Congress is the question. Yes. When you got and to deal with part. 600 people. You have to deal with, and mind and you, he part. has to deal with 600 people to get a law passed. Hmm. 600. Uh, Five, 500 plus in um, the House of Representatives and 100 in the Senate. Then impossible, right? <laughs> then impossible. But then what I also know is that Biden's ties to Obama had people feeling some type of way. See, people don't ever want to bring that up either. Mm -hmm. See, that has an influence on people's dislike or whatever towards good. Come on now. Come on, be real with it. Keep it 100. Or should I say, because nobody keeps it 100. I learned that the other day. Nobody keeps it 100. Maybe 90, 95. But all of us got something we holding on to. Something that would have, in a, in a real life, a real human, about 90, 95. I'm about a 92. I'm going to say 92 to switch rural my birthday, 29, 92. About 92. And if you out there saying you keep it 100, I'm going to just say this. Keep it 100. Because you don't. Yeah, I would like to know that. The one. I'm a hundred. I'm I'm one of the ones that's one hundred. Oh, keep it a hundred now, Bonnie. <laughs> keep it hundred. I keep it two thousand every single day. You, if I give myself a ninety-two, I always think the better and the good of people. So I give you about a ninety-five, baby, with a hundred. But but see, when people say that, that, see, this is the thing about me. I always tell people that I'm an open book, right? right. You can ask me anything. It's my decision on whether I answer you. Right. So well, as right. far as I'm concerned, I keep it 100 because I don't right. have to answer you. I can, but I don't have to. That's 100% right. to me. And I get it. And I get it. Yeah, that's you being 100%. But what I'm saying is that it's still some things how, you know, we were talking before the show and just that prep or whatever. We were talking mm -hmm. about face. But it's still some things that only you and God know. I don't care if people ask you or not. Right. But, what, but that's still 100. being 100 because I, I have divulged that, like you said, between me and God, I divulged that to him. Right, right, right. He is the higher of you or anybody else. I don't right. have to be a hundred with you, but to, to be a hundred percent, you know, in connection to myself. And that's my point exactly. You ain't no hundred, but I'm gonna give it to you. Keep it hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that is my point exactly. That nobody keeps it one hundred. I mean, it's 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 cliche to say it. I keep it a hundred. I keep it a thousand. I keep it a stand. But when will you know? But when will you ever know that I'm not keeping it one hundred? That's the um, question. It's, it's not really far as like a case by case. It's just basically saying overall. I mean, you're being you, and you being the realest you can be, and and your essence of yourself, you know, and embracing who you wish to name. But what I'm saying is that it's still some things, regardless of what. Right, but you are the only arbiter of who of of your hundred percentness. You're right. telling people that you're ninety two, but what you present may be one hundred percent of what you're willing of what you're willing to offer. 
it's I don't, you will never it's know if I'm 100 or 92 or 6 percent right, of 100 right. You will never right. know that because all you get I mean, to divulge day, in I'm is what I offer. It 100. I'm keeping it 100 right now and let you know I ain't, I ain't nobody 100. So that was just my whole point. <laughs> that was just my whole point. And I'm keeping it 100 that I ain't 100. I'll be 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97. Count me on up. But what I'm well, saying is that it's definitely something we keep to ourselves. But you're going to be under 100. Like I told you, I'll I, I give you that. But what I know 100% that Trump's supposed to be locked up, he got them documents over there. He got them documents over there in the basement. They finally did pay the padlock on it. Because his counsel got a letter saying they needed to do that. And now also the Department of Justice is asking for like an open one to basically for them to release what was removed from his house. Because it was quite a bit, they said. But it was under wraps, like I said. They didn't announce it. They didn't really... Let it out, you know, for the safety, I guess, and for the sake of the investigation. So I guess wouldn't nothing be wishy-washy. Um, there's a couple of people there from his legal counsel, but he wasn't there. It's like I said, I really want to talk about that. See, this is it. See, that's what sometimes um, it be so much going on. All of us have our different opinions, want to have our different influence on it and everything else like that. So that is one of the purposes why I'm bringing it right here in discussion and talking about these things on the show, because these are things that I have questions about. And now on the show, we're not going to get all the answers because a lot of times, baby, when you're going through the storm, you don't get the answers to afterwards. But at the same time, if you can give somebody a different level of understanding, a different level of like clarity, some insight into something like that's one of the biggest gifts. First, it starts with communication and then it got to be that comprehension piece because I can talk to you all day. But if you don't understand where I'm coming from and when I learn, I learn to understand. So just like I told y'all before the show, I was doing my little research or whatever else like that, trying to get the facts and information about what I'm going to talk about. I'm not just coming on here to be talking. I'm trying to learn and I want to know what y'all feel about it. Not that it's going to change my opinion. <laughs> Not that it's going to change my opinion, but it's good to know. It's good to talk about people with things. So questions and comments, the phone lines is open. Call me y'all, 443-642-9403. I'm over here looking at the comments. I can't see who all is on here, but again, big shout out for everybody on here who has joined me tonight for my very first cookhead. I love you, son. Somebody even questioned that. Somebody that kept on coming for me on Facebook, I didn't say, you know, don't put up that sign because they're going to be coming for you. I said, you don't even want to come for me. I don't live for that. Because how did you get this out of something just, this is devilish stuff. I can't. This is, I love you. American Sign Language, for the longest. I love you. I better live. I love you. And that's why I throw them up, because it's always up. Through the grace of God, that's why I throw them up. Even got my little statue. Y'all want one? Holler at me in my inbox. I'll get it to you. You got your businesses. You got something going on in the community. You need that platform to share the information. This is it. You better live for it. This is it. God has granted this opportunity to me and this platform to do that for you. So send me that information. Send me the information. Find out how you can run its commercials, how you can get your event shout out on the show, your business shout out on the show. I know so many businesses, so many people that's doing everything. Send me an email. Send me a message. We're going to make it happen. We just want to make it happen. I wish that I could see 
um, who was all joining us. I probably could ask my producer whatever. So if I had a get on my premiere show, guys, I come with guests. I come with guests. You can send that email, like I said, if you want to get on the show, potentially be a guest, um, have a topic that you want to discuss, um, have something for us in my segments, you can send it, the information to info at beexposedradio.com. Email me. Let me know what's what, what's what, what's up, what's up, and come talk to me about it. Yes, questions and comments. The phone lines is open. I wanted to do a special thing for all my premiere, so I'm going to play with it a little while. In a little bit, I'll go to a break and look and see who's wishing it because I got something for a number or whoever joined at a certain time. I wonder if I can do that. I need to talk to my producer, but I'm going to send y'all something. It's a party. It's a prize. Yes, I'm going to send y'all something. But while we talked about, let me move on along, because y'all must think, y'all tired of hearing about Britney. Y'all must be tired of hearing about Trump, and I ain't tired of talking about it because it's on my mind. But we're going to move on along and talk about what's up with that. And what's up with that is a segment where it's kind of like personal stuff that's going on in our lives. And for this segment, I did get insight from a God brother <laughs> who had a question. Shout out my God brother Marcus about um, relationships and not relationship between a man and a woman is not um, bad. The question I'm getting up to y'all. I'm getting up to the question. But what's up with that? And the question that he had where you have an experience, you know, and you have friends. Let's talk about these deadbeat mothers and these deadbeat fathers, right? And me, being a single mother, not by choice, three of them, by the same which name, not by choice. I just now was uh, commenting on a meme the other day, and it was saying, my goofy self. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'll be me, Miss Goofy. Three, I didn't sign up to be a single mother, but hey, that, that was destined to you, and that's what I'm doing. And doing it by the grace of God, and I'm thankful for it. So shout out to all the single mothers, all the single fathers. I mean, doing it for your kids. Um, but let's just stay in an event. You. Have a friend, woman or female, mother or father, who does nothing for their kids, but always partying with you. And when I say nothing, I'm not just only talking about the financial aspects. I'm also talking about the emotional. I mean, they do nothing. All you hear about them is complaining about someone asking them for some money or to go somewhere. No doctor's appointments, no pickup from schools, no nothing. They in and out when they want to. You got to hound them sometimes. Right now, I just choose not to. You know, because my oldest, you know, grown being 22, like, it just makes no sense to me. So my efforts far as that relationship of them being in NHL life, like, why should I put those efforts for it? But anyway, what if you knew a mother or a father who did nothing for their kids, but they with you, they popping bottles all day long, partying with you, going on trips, doing everything. How y'all hang around that? How y'all hang around that? Because I can't. I can't. It's not that I hang with too many women or anything, and it's not that I don't want to, but it's just that by design, you know? It's a couple of sisters that I have very strong, wonderful bonds with. Any sister that I meet, I always come to them with like, but baby, it be doggies. And it is what it is, because it's not always meant for you to get along with everybody or whatever else like that, but it is what it is. But how are y'all comfortable with that? What is up with that? What is up with that? So y'all just be around them, don't say nothing. Y'all be around them and don't say nothing. Just hang around, go with the flow. Don't ever say nothing. Don't speak on it. Don't do nothing. 
Because I also believe you being able to interact with a person in this lifetime or whatever is purposeful, right? It's for a reason, correct? And I believe sometimes you are involved with people when they are in a situation. So you can be uh, a source of direction. Like, you know, all things that I do is through God. So sometimes God will use you, you know, to speak life into that person. So how you around that? How y'all do that? What's up with that? How you feel hanging with the deadbeat? Hanging with the deadbeat, mother of the father. Even though you really have no push to make them do something, but at least say something. Some people will give it to, oh, I'm going to mind my business. I'm going to mind my business. But anything hanging around me is my business. And that's what I've been giving. Like, people really don't want real friends because they don't want to say nothing. Or they don't want to hear nothing, should I say it? Because if you got people around you all day long and you are doing things on, let's go back to keeping it 100, and you are doing things that are not beneficial to you, especially not taking care of your kids, not beneficial to the lives that you run into this world and nobody is saying nothing, and you know you're wrong, that's wrong to me. That's wrong to me. So what you think? What's up with that? Come on now. Don't act like I'm the only one that know about y'all that hung with deadbeats. Mothers and fathers, it go both ways. Don't act like I'm the only one. Don't act like I'm the only one. People, and it always amazes me because some people that me on my day-to-day life will walk through, people always be amazed. Chess, I didn't know that you had three kids. Wow, how you ain't know that? <laughs> my kids always with me. <laughs> I'm always doing something. I had a little break, y'all see? But baby, the case <laughs> in the back. Ow. Oh. I have a question, yes. though. Huh? I do have a question though because yeah. when yeah. Uh, so, so let's talk about it. I, I guess in, in my question to this scenario is how am I supposed to know I'm hanging with a deadbeat? How do you know? I guess it would be over time people would know about you know right, but after, friendship. And I get that if if, if it would come if it would come up like over time. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, gradually over time. So that's that's what I'm saying. I ain't saying like when you first meet this person, you want to know everything was going on because let's just keep it real. But again, but but so I, I guess my concern with that is why is that my business? Why is it your business? Yeah. How do you feel? Why is it not your business? Like how is it? This is your good good friend. Mm-hmm. This is your good good friend. I mean, even in high time, we saying about the kids. So, but I mean, I, like I can see me having the conversation with them about why right. why are they a deadbeat, but they might have a re- good reason for why they are a deadbeat. Right, right, and that will so be then, a but, but but again, why is that my business? I'm just your friend. I'm just your cohort. Like we we go out and have I a guess, good time. I guess in being a friend, I guess yes, and having a decision. I guess I'm speaking from the position like if you knew. But, see, but that goes into when people ask you your opinion, or when, and then right. if they ask you your opinion on why they are deadbeat, then you ask the question. But if that's right. not the case, why would I voluntarily jump into that person's business on what they got going on with their children? That's not my business. I'm just your friend. And see, 
and see, and I don't agree. I can say if I was that child's godparent, then yeah, I'm going to jump in and say and have an opinion. It's right. You speaking from a position of godparent and and basically knowing it all, and I guess that's what I'm saying it too. I ain't saying it's just somebody you just go to the ball and then that particular night you showing up at a party and you just hanging with them. Like, how 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 is it my business to address somebody on their parenting skills? That's not my place. Okay, but that's your business. I don't agree. I can't hang with their beats. Because I mean, no, I'm not saying I hate with DB either, but I'm just saying, how can I address somebody on their yeah. uh, their parenting skills, especially me not being a parent? That would be me saying, like, you know, jumping to somebody, well, you shouldn't let your child go to that school. That's not my business. Right. That's your decision. You're the parent. Right. And then that yeah, argument between them being a deadbeat. I mean, I get, between... I get what you're saying and everything else like that, but even how you're saying it, it's like, you know, what's up with that? Like, yeah, I'm not saying questioning and be all in somebody's business or whatever else like that, but yeah, if you're my friend and you hanging around me and and basically I have things going on in my life that it's me and, and that's what I'm doing, taking care of my kids or whatever else like that. Some things, yeah, you keep quiet in my business. But if I know like all of this, I don't know. I just don't think that I could be quiet. Or I could be okay with it. I don't know if I would be. Comfortable but you want you you you're asking for your friends to you. interject themselves into your parental yeah. argument. Your friends mm-hmm. to put themselves in a position to be in in between the bond between the, the well, not the bond because it's apparently it not a bond, bond. but um, the 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 parental bond between you and that person that, and that father. How is that my place to get involved in that? I guess it's the place on, I guess, somebody doing something or whatever, because the way the question was brought to me and how a person wanted clarity or whatever, I'll say that, is that they're in a position where they all feel aware that they Mm -hmm. all did beat. So maybe I should do that question like that. Mm -hmm. And they just were asking and saying that they were in a place where they started to feel uncomfortable in knowing this. So what I'm saying is that I could definitely understand where they were coming from because I, now, I can see that characters. yeah i can see that yeah. if you felt uncomfortable so about it, it then let then 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 there's a conversation because I, if you felt uncomfortable debate. then yeah you should pull you maybe show. you should pull yourself out of it because now you feel some type of way but yes. a friend coming in just being like uh where's your kids right. like that's I not my place yeah, let me clear that up. That wasn't the position of what I was speaking in. And basically what I'm saying is that, right, you are around somebody. So you are fully aware. Um, it's not something that you're asking, like, you know, to jump or trying to just jump into all that business. But what I'm saying is that, no, you develop a friendship with this person, um, things that you do in your life. Um, me, like how I said, and then um, the person who posed the question to me will maybe want to bring it to the show today. Um, them having children in their life and everything that they care for, them having activities, things that they do, and they just realize this, like, after a while, like, you know, I'm into my children, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, we hanging out, we doing stuff, business, you know, things like that, but I guess um, based on how, oh, excuse me, I got that, I got to tell y'all, y'all, sometimes you got to try it, that it give you that energy, that coffee, and that coconut oil, no sugar, that's what I took for my natural energy drink today i should have just did water coconut oil and lemon but it definitely got me on the up and up look listen in the morning i think i'm on (laughs) everything else um but yeah that's how the question was posed so no they've had a friendship for a while they've had a friendship for a while they were doing different things different business and dudes everything else like this but then this was noticed 
you know, and I think that basically brung the strength uh, in that business because they wasn't saying nothing. They wasn't saying nothing. They didn't speak on it. Exactly. I guess that's where you were coming from, that it wasn't their place. It wasn't their business. It was just a right. that they were getting to know. I do, you it, shouldn't it, it ask. No, no one should but give their why, opinion willy-nilly if, right, unless you're right, asked right. for it. Because not everybody that. wants your, out, that outside person to come in and address a situation that has nothing to do right. with them. You right. can feel some kind of way and you can broach a subject like that in a particular way, but you can't yeah. just... uh come out of the blue being like, uh, where's your children? Are you taking care of your kids? Right, have right, you paid right, your child right, support? Right. Did you buy school no, clothes? No, That's not your damn business. business. And I would have <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, mind your business. I don't right. look for that. I don't look for that. Mind your business. And then you buy your business now you done lost a friend because I don't want to deal with you that. no more. <laughs> Right. I guess mostly what I was speaking on is that if you are a friend and you're developing a relationship with people and stuff, and there's certain things that you know, just like having a friend that you know may have get, got involved in uh, uh, using drugs and now is de dealing with or struggling with substance abuse, it just so much, like how we say in business, it, it, it tends to be our way to not say things. Um, mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, we sit around, people say, yeah, I don't say nothing because I'm out of my business, but sometimes... It is in what you don't say that can be more detrimental because it's something that needs to be said. Mm -hmm. I know that was a lot. And that's though. why I said that, but that's why I, that's <laughs> I exactly that why. I, but I hope that you will follow me. So that's all I'm saying is that. No, yeah, but that's exactly why I said there is a way for a friend to broach yeah. the subject outside yeah. of being accusatory. Right. And I guess when my, right, not accusatory is basically when you know. And you're in the midst of it. And this is your friend or whatever else like that instead of being a court. But I guess my question on how I should oppose it is why when we know certain things like that, why we don't say nothing? Mm -hmm. why, why, why we don't say nothing? Why but I can tell you the answer to that because we have, a, so most of us have a sense of that's not my business. Right. Because we ain't keeping it 100. Because it's there's a reason. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> don't try to bring that. Don't try to bring that around full circle. Don't try to bring that around full circle because don't we got a hundred. Right <laughs> no, because we're really because they actually sit back and say, "Well, that's not my business." Because there is stuff that we're not privy to that you and that particular yeah. partner that has gone through that we know nothing about that actually attributes to why you call them a deadbeat. Okay. And we are not, we are not, and we're not open to that. We don't have that knowledge base. All we can do is ask the question to that person that you, like you said, I'm saying particularly, right. and ask right. that question right. to the person that right. you are calling a deadbeat and, and I, say, well, why are they calling you a deadbeat? What are you not doing? Right. And, and that's I the only question. And it's not really to put the, the, I guess I probably should have too, because you know, that's just one of those labels that's thrown around there. But it's not in a manner to question them. It's like in a manner of, you knowing this is going on. And you are around them and, you know, y'all have a lot of interactions or what else like that. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of not like questioning them. But what I'm saying is that the reserves to actually speak on it or when you are beginning to feel some type of way, because that aspect of a person says a lot to me about a person's character. So, mm -hmm. yes, it is different reasons. And I know that. So I don't want to be biased and to say that I do know that is a lot of fathers out here who want to be fathers, a lot of mothers who want to be mothers. But I guess, you know. All the messiness, um, people prevent them from doing that. But I also know but that I, it's not I know always... one thing that a lot of parents don't think about, and 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 unfortunately, it is, it is a question that should be answered 
asked and answered because mm, we can't not say that a lot of these pregnancies were not planned. And in particular, in those particular instances, right? Exactly, it's not too many that were, and in those particular instances, that person, that person did not want to be a parent. Huh? You see, did you hear what I said? That person did not want to be a parent. Mm. That's another way. That's another way to look. I mean, I mean that those those are the answers. They may you may not be the answers that you like, but those are the answers. I did not want that baby. At that time, right. maybe I, you know, I'm sorry. They are my children, but you gotta I also know we are all poor, <laughs> right? Right. And at right. that particular time, I was not ready to but have no baby. Engage, once you engage or whatever, because we can go back and talk about that too. That nobody has the right to tell a woman when to bring first. So yes, if that's the position, sometimes at the beginning, and people know that. Um, and I guess you still made that choice to whatever to have that baby, you know, sometimes just that is on you. But at the end of the day, we're not only talking about the financial support of it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the emotional support. No, I, and I get that, but it, it still goes it still goes all into one, whether it's emotional or financial. At that particular time, I did not want no baby. I don't right. have this to I offer. But the only reason I bring that point up is because some people think that parenting and the label of Debbie only lays under the the, the father, the, the label, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. under the father, and it's whether they are lacking to provide that financial support. Mm-hmm. So I wanted right. to make that clear that no, it's not only in the financial aspect of it, right? It's and then, then you got to like, realize too, to... a lot of it sometimes it goes into that this was not in that person's particular plan, right? Because what, right. what, is, what is it really? You know, if, if we had a child and we're not going to be together, that's two separate households. That's not in my right. plan. That was never right. in the plan for me building a family. Right. And I guess my point is, do something. Do something. <laughs> and even I agree. So why are you making that point, even if it wasn't in your plan to support or whatever financially, do something. You riding around in the car, come get but that what baby if, But what if you were put in this situation? That that but what if you were put in this situation? What if you were put in this situation where... What if you were put in this situation where this person actually admitted to you I was, I'm not particularly ready to have a child. If you give me 10 years, I will make your world. Would you accept that? that Would you accept that? that? Would you accept it? If this person said, if you gave me, I ain't going to say 10 years because 10 years is a long time. Give me five years. If you can give me five years of handling your business, handling the business of raising our child. And then in five years, I will make Uh your world better. Would you accept that deal? Guess what? I will respect it more so if somebody not saying nothing. That's the whole thing about me falls with well, a baby. Well, I'm glad you that, are open to that. I mean, I mean, all I can that's, answer that's is that. That's my description. That's my description of a dead baby. See, that's what I say. A, a child or, or a man that has no mindset <laughs> for having a family does not have the maturity to tell you what they can do for you in that time. Because right. what they are in is a state of shock that they are about to have a baby that they didn't want. Oh, child, get over it. The baby but, but see, that's not fair. You can't that. say that. That's not fair. fair. Because you have no choice. Because you are the one that is pregnant. I'm not hanging with you. But listen, but you are the one that's pregnant and you have no choice. The only choice you have is either to have it or abort it. But you're, you're wholeheartedly saying that you're going to have this child. You yeah. have no choice but to actually have the force, force upon you to raise this child. That right. man, he does have some choices. 
And his yeah. choice is either to be the deadbeat or make an arrangement with you. But again, it still goes back to the maturity level on right. how they're going to tell you what they want to do. Right. Because if they have nothing, they can't give you nothing. Because to give you something is to be broke. And mm. who wants that feeling? Well, I guess I speak from my experience or whatever I'll say that because every baby I had, even from my first, I wasn't ready, but I had to get ready. And I don't know if that's a powerful mighty trait that just come through, through the mother, what's your name? But what I'm saying is that I, I, I feel like if I can do it and, and, and change overnight, it's like I said, grow up like in real time. I really believe that anybody could do it. So that's just my position on the on the Debbie. Now, if I had that deal to go back to your question, if that was communicated to me, oh, right now or whatever, I would respect that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wrongly, yes, I would. I would respect at least you telling me something. But I guess like to be in a position. But what, where what is it that you would want to hear outside of what I just said as a scenario? What is something else that you would want to hear from somebody that you are having a baby with unexpectedly? And what would you want to hear? Huh? What I would want to hear, what I would yeah. want to hear is the concern. So even if you couldn't do or whatever else like that, check. Still acknowledge the fact that you are current, whether you wanted it or not. Whether you wanted it or not, whether you cannot supply at that time right now or not, like you said. Now, now, now I'm just going to speak on what I've heard maturity. from experience. Now I can speak on what I've heard from experience when you say something okay. like that. Mm -hmm. Being there, being there. Is one thing because I know a lot of uh, a lot of men that have been there for right. their particular mothers, but did not have any financial support. Wasn't able to do anything for them financially because they didn't right. have anything. They was working at McDonald's and all they had, or or they was working at Burger King or something like that. And all they had enough to do was pay for the things that they could pay for, which is rent, food for their house, and to be able to get back and forth to work. Right, now, being right, right. there, like you said, in particular, they were there. They were present. They were that daddy right. to their baby. But mm -hmm. the, the problem went wrong is when the mothers kept saying, I need this. I need that. I need this. I need that. We need this. We need that. And you right. knew he can't afford that. Right. So how long can you continuously say that to somebody that is not educated, does not have a good job, and is not right. going to have nothing in the future because they are struggling to try to live? Right. And I guess with the baby coming along and the children... I mean, because everybody forgets like that, that they... I guess once you get to that point, you should make every effort to do that. But I do get it because a lot of times, right, like you said, none of these pregnancies, a lot of them, the majority are not planned. And then half of the people, like I said, I'm guilty of it. Boop, 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 and everybody boop. forgets we that everybody in the situation is poor. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no I'm one perfect. has any money. There is no money. So you knew <laughs> that from the jump when you got pregnant. <laughs> baby you are thinking about the money <laughs> I, I mean I just hear it I hear it in my street outside on my street you ain't bring me no pampers did, 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 did. bitch I have no money I came here on the bus where do you want these pampers to come from right okay <laughs> And this they time argue like that, but day. I just feel like when you're in a position when you became a parent, whether you wanted or not, I think at that time you should definitely over exceed your efforts to try to do. But for me, that sounds even good if it in wasn't, a perfect world, but when you don't have and don't know and don't even have the education to do anything differently, what do you expect out of somebody? Okay, you well, are arguing with a dead that's what and I'm and I agree with that. I agree with that. I agree with that to the extent of if that is going to be acceptable. If you can't buy one, change one. 
I agree with that if that is going to be extent of being accepted because that is not the case. That is mm. not enough. Not in these chicks' mind. That's mm. not enough. You can't just show that, up. That and then it, because when is when when I know you heard this before. When What's when that? somebody come here, uh, what you doing here? Uh, for example, the guy that was bringing we, we we discussed this on my show. Me, you, and okay. Nate. The guy that brought the McDonald's for the son. Oh yeah, yeah. Why you ain't bring my other children some? But, bitch, I can barely bring this one some. How you want me to bring them <laughs> other children some? Get out of here. <laughs> That's basically how you said it. But see, I don't know, because when I look at that too, and two housewives, look, we want to talk, but that's a lot. We we, we can talk about <laughs> a lot about that, because I got a lot to say about that, because I felt both parts on both parts, and I feel that part right there. At least he was doing something. I guess one that's one of the points I was wishing him. So I would mm-hmm. classify him a deadbeat. But she but would. But she would. That's question. the thing about it, though. You wouldn't, but she probably does. Yeah. Oh, she did. Oh, she definitely was trying to put him out there. Like he was a Debbie. And again, we here we are talking about, about two separate about households him. because he doesn't live with her. So this is two separate households. He has his own, he has a whole entire agenda on his side. He got paid for his right. rent, his all his his utilities and everything right. else while working a job that he's not educated. He you know, an under job, a, a, a entry level job. Right. Trying to pay for all of that right. and take care and of his child. Because you keep on saying he, so because I I, I it do go both ways, but, but you have to admit, women, you have to admit, women have more, even, but you have to admit, women have more ways of getting things than men do. That is the truth. Women have more benefits offered to them than men do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our whole thing is called women and infants and children. So, I mean... <laughs> Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of the systems, too, that that was set up, in my opinion, to, you know, separate the families and break the families, the system, yeah. the child support system. It's trash. I mean, it you can automatically, I mean, just being a woman, you can automatically, a woman and having a child automatically receive $500 from the government every single month for food yeah. and financial assistance. And that's yeah. something that we as men cannot get. Everything on that. But you know the way that they got it now, even do you know the Department of Social Services or whatever, um, when you get some of those forms of assistance that they make it mandatory for you to take the absentee parent down to child support. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have exactly. some things about that. Exactly. Like you get so now, so now, now you, you double binded him, right? Him. So now he can't even afford to give you money because he has to pay all his own utility bills and all that kind of stuff. Now yeah. you double binded him. Now you took yeah. him down to child support. Now they're going to garnish yeah. his wages. Now he really can't pay his own bills. And they only taxing him because after you take him down there, you realize it's never you versus him. And I'm not against child support at all because I think it's a it's a penalty. So I think I believe child support is a oh, penalty to goodness. the parent that's not it's available. It's another way to for the state to get money. Because if they really was worried about the benefit of the child and what it's supposed to go through, the child will get more of the money. They get 33 cents off each dollar. So if you turn and go down there and pay $5, your child ain't even got $5. ain't even got three. Out of the hmm. $5, they get more. That's why they garnish them taxes. That's how they do it. They put it in debt 
and own into the state. That's why the state always gonna snatch that first. Right, but that but it it does nothing to help encourage that man to get anything better it doesn't. because and it does not. It just keeps them in a hole. It keeps that person in the hole, and yeah. he's never going to be able to recover to be anything different. Does. He can't take the tax money to go pay for his as his first semester nope. in college. He can't nope. do any of things like that. You he take them taxes nothing. from him. That taxes was the only thing that could have changed. Could have possibly changed his life is that refund that he could have got. And you yeah. and 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 it ain't. I don't blame you because like like you said, social services now mandate that you take the child's father yeah. to child support. But by doing that, you also pull him back further. Yes, you did. Because now it's he really can't help to... you. You getting money for the child, and then that still doesn't even sometimes be sufficient. Right. Even the penalties, even the penalties or whatever else like that, that they lay on it, right? As far as them being detained and having all these different sanctions against them when they in the res and they don't play, they take their license, they want to lock them up. My whole thing is, if they ain't already paying, like you, so that's what I agree with. Like, what locking them up gonna do? I don't know brothers that done lost their jobs, women that done lost their jobs, and I don't know a lot of people that's down there not because initially that the person need to help with their child, the way the system, you know, encourages you and trying to influence you to make you think that it's all about that for you to get your support when it ain't that. It's the state's other way of trying to get the money, a whole nother system of trying to hold our people back. <laughs> Or whatever else like that, because if it was about them, then you would get your money first. No, the state get that money first. You don't hear about nothing. After that one time you go to court, that's all you that's all you hear. They get you. That's the interesting part. Like, where are those nonprofits at? Where's the nonprofits that's gonna help you become not become a mm. DB? Maybe I'm gonna race. That's what I'm saying. Where's the mediations? Because legally, what they won't tell you is that you can go deadbeat.org and come together and make an agreement and it be held on the courts like where you won't need the why so many fees and stuff like that attached because it's like the the department or the child support system is like acting as your legal counsel or your legal you know to do whatever that's why when they don't pay they got them taxes they snatch them taxes just like the Maryland state they take their money first they want their money your child get 33 cents out of that dollar. 33. 33 cents out of that dollar. Yeah, Deadbeats. Question and comments. Call 443. Because it kind of went off of Deadbeats to the child support side of it. But I'm living for it, y'all. Because that's what I was talking about. The Deadbeat is not only the financial aspect. Because you have some people, too, that have been able to um, go through with the child support thing. But then when they get a child support, oh, don't ask me to do nothing else. Don't want to do nothing with the child. People are feeling some tight way because they got to get all that money up. But anyway, y'all, I'm going to go to a commercial break. Mom getting a little dry. I give me a water and I got to take a little tingle. But I'll be right back with you. So grateful that you stayed on with me. It ain't over yet. We'll be right back. You better leave here. Let's do it.
spoke to where I was at. I said, this weekend I've learned a valuable lesson. This past weekend, I learned a valuable lesson about ownership, self-respect, and unfortunately, doorkeeping. Ownership is the key to black freedom. Meaning, we have to begin to own the platforms that we use, like Black Big Schools is black owned. We, and, and not to say that it limit, it's limited to only black hosts, but it's black owned. So other stations that wanted me to come to them before I got here, it, it, it did not feel welcoming. It did not feel like ours, even though they had black faces uh at the y'all heard them y'all heard them this is the culture i create come on some people he didn't answer uh but ownership is the key to black freedom self-respect is the key uh is the key to protecting ourselves from poor decisions I got reach up just like that to meet myself. Can you hear me? The very first show to premiere, y'all, right here on Be Exposed Media. Get at me at beexposedradio.com. Send me your topics, things that you want to discuss. Let's talk about it. Like, what's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? And I want to know. Y'all already see. I hope y'all enjoy how we ran through the segment. What in the world? What's up with that? Because I want to know the what's, the what's, the what's. And I am open to all the buts, the buts, the buts, the buts, what yet, and all that stuff. So just like I said, another shout out to you, Moni, producing and directing the show, giving me the opportunity and ultimately being my guest, one of my first guests here on the show. So reach out to me, y'all. You're interested in being a guest. You're interested in something that you want to talk about because this is for you, your news our views. Let's get to talking about it. But before the break, we were talking about deadbeats. And the question that I was was posed to me, this was like on, I don't know if it was on my birthday night. It was one of those nights or whatever, but me and my peoples, we was having a little talk. You know what I mean? We was having it. Definitely. We was having this little talk. Oh, I also need to mention, hold on, my brother, my brother's show. The artist was saying it's all new tomorrow at five. With Nate, I call him Nate the Great. Yes, Nate the Great. So make sure y'all tune in with him on Be Exposed. Oh, he always had awesome topics. And I will sometimes be joining him as well to talk about the stuff that I didn't get to talk about on my show. Then I'll also be on there with talking lately. I always like to um, joke with Monique and say, I haven't talked to you lately. But just make sure y'all stay locked in to Be Exposed Radio. If you haven't done so already, I sent out the like invites. Kudos to everyone who has accepted the like on the page. You link right in it directly. You'll always be knowing what's going on with You Better Live. And you better live. You better live for it. So before the break, we was talking about the deadbeats. Money got it going and the little debate or whatever, because sometimes I'm unclear. Sometimes I can talk all over the place. But just like I said, this is the source for that. This is the platform for that to give us clarity and to question each other. Debates is good. Debates is good. Conflict is a good thing, too, because that's what we learn and we grow from it. So how it came was 
okay. Um, how it came to me was that we was just having a discussion and basically he just was saying like, you know, it's this guy that I was hanging with, but then I started to feel some type of way because as time went on and we had, so again, it was not his business at first. This wasn't a position where he just went and said, you got any kids? You take care of them? What's going on? Or whatever else like that. It was no from developing a relationship with this guy, from being around him. And then he realized, okay, I'm doing things for children that I care for. This man who does not have any biological of his own, but has children that he treats as his biological. So imagine having a friend that has been blessed with biological children who's doing all the things, doing whatever, doing everything. And all you hear them do is complain about, oh, yeah. She want this and she want that. And I guess that's where it takes us to the avenue of talking about child support and what Moni was saying and just basically being real with yourself is a lot of these children, when we have them, we're not planning it. We're not planning it. Like, let's be real. Let's keep the 100. All right, 92. But we're not planning it. And then knowing that other person's position, like financially, knowing emotionally they're not there. Because in all hindsight, some people that we meet, baby, guess what? They supposed to be in your homework. There was an assignment. You was there to help them heal, but then you didn't just stay there to help them heal. You got the feeling. <laughs> you got the feeling. And then y'all went somewhere else thinking something that was a healing, but it was just that feeling or whatever for the moment. So, okay, now y'all got this baby. Y'all got this baby. So on a bigger standpoint of it, I guess that's what I was saying. If you knew somebody like that and you were hanging around them, how can you not say anything? How is that comfortable with you? How do you not feel some type of way? Do you think that it is your business? Should you ever speak on it? Because I feel just like y'all been here. <laughs> Definitely on this show. And we talking about those things. I think some things happen in a way that it puts you in that place to be able to speak on it and give you insight. And, 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 and rather a person agree with you or not, and it is their business or whatever, I think that as a friend, as a friend, especially if you're around them and y'all family, I mean, you didn't, you didn't, you know, in my situation, you done met the kids, you done been around or whatever. Like, no, it's not nothing that you could do essentially to make them be better or make them not be a deadbeat, but just not to say nothing. I'm not going to be around you and feel no type of way and hang with you. That's dead. That's dead, deadbeat. That is absolutely dead. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I'm just not doing it. I mean, it's to me that says a lot about a person's character. Um, and, and I get it. If it, it just happened out the blue, you wasn't ready. You wasn't ready to be the parent. But a lot of us are not. And that's what happens in life. And when it happens, that's just one of those things the way you have to step up. Unless you're just mentally challenged and you really don't have the capacity to do that as we think it should be done. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about that, and I'm going to bring it up because next week, you know, I, I took about and I decided not to talk about it, but we're going to talk about the gun violence, the crime in the city, um, recent events and stuff like that that did happen. I'm trying to let some time go past respectfully because I know a lot of people are grieving about it and everything else like that, but we definitely going to get into that, the gun violence um, and everything else. So just... Holla at me, y'all. We are live and the lines are open. Any questions or comments, 443-642-9403. Don't be shy. I know your nerves. Please, 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 please call. Oh, I do have a caller. 
Is that what that's giving? I do have a caller. Okay. Caller, caller, hello. Hey, caller. Hey, hey. Thank you for joining me on the very first one. You the first. That's why. Oh my God, give you a prize. What it is? Who this? This is Shalina calling from Baltimore. Hey, Tess Real. How are you? Hey, Shalina Brown, my good girlfriend from Tennessee. <laughs> Girl, that's what I'm over here living with you guys. Guess what? You, you know what? We talking all the time. We run out mouth, and you know we be talking about this very stuff right here, especially when it comes relationships exactly. and men and everything like that. So what you what you came to talk about, sis? Come talk to me. What you came uh, to talk all, about? First of all, I just came to congratulate you first and foremost. I didn't talk about a lot. That is first and foremost. But I'm um, just, you know, just pretty much just touching on that topic that you, you you had going, you know, as far as, you know, being friends with people that aren't up to par in their parental duties and you having, you know, as far as you having a voice and wanting to say something. Me, yes. I agree with you. Um, so why do you, you people are reluctant to say something? Are you thinking it's for the, it's for the sake of the friendship? for the sake of all of it. I mean, because if I'm your friend, I care about you. You know what I mean? Okay. And I want you, I want to see you do good as well. And and that's doing good. If we're friends, mm -hmm. we can we can talk about things. We should be able to come to one another when, you know, I see your slip showing. So it, it, mm -hmm. that's, you know, a form of me saying a person on my friend slip. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to say something. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's not right. necessarily stepping on their toes. It's not insulting them. But again, right. it's saying something because who right. am I? That's we see it. We see it all the time. You know, we'll yeah, see a, a man, a woman, be with their significant other, and their significant other will have children, maybe, maybe not, mm -hmm. and we'll see them be in a position where, okay, you may be in a household where you live with these other children. So right. that's granted. They're going to get more of your time and things like that. But when you right. don't take the initiative, and we've seen some situations in that where they don't take the initiative to do the same thing for their kids, or they don't acknowledge their kids at all. Speaking personally from experience, I have a son who um, was raised like that. And his father, unfortunately, was not in his life, you know? And, and there's I, so many I like felt that. some kind of way. Yeah, and I yeah. felt some kind of way, you know, when somebody may have seen him from time to time and wouldn't say anything to him. Like, well, why you, did you ask him? Did he see him? Did you, you know, or whatever it is. But I grew after a while and I came to mind that, you know, that would be on him because eventually my child took on his disposition about it. And that was what his father had to deal with with him not being around and being right. Around. So okay, and since we were know. talking about the child support things, that you definitely bring some good points to the table, girl. I appreciate you for coming to talk to me about it. But since we bring oh, that to the child table, support, too, child support, we yeah, got on child support. Who gets it? That's what I'm getting so I am versus the child I'm support. Sorry, would you take the child support or the overall support of the child? Would it just I would say you that deal? If I say, well, I'm gonna I go ahead and give you this money so you can support them financially, or would you want the other benefits of the overall support? Which, which one? Which deal I, would you take? I would want the overall benefit because I mean money ain't nothing. You know, we we've seen it. Um speaking from being a person, I'm in the medical field, 
So I spent a lot of time away from my children, my older children, as far as working, you know, and I had that mentality as long as they had what they have, you know what I mean? What they need, they got it. I'm here. The money here. You want to do this? Here go the money. You want to say this? But one day my kid stopped me and he said, I want me. I want you. I want you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, we can, we can sit up there all day long and play with a bat and a ball with our child. But for us to really sit there and build one, they don't give a damn what it's made out of. They don't care. Mm-hmm. We the ones that care more about that. So I would want the overall support. Oh, that's an awesome point because kids don't really worry about the, I ain't gonna say the financial world, so it's like, yeah, they don't have the worries that we do as parents and for as you know, providing and everything else like that. Basically, kids, right. you know, kids in the world. And I just don't think that it's right for any child to just have that on them as if like a parent, the absentee parent does not care. So oh, I, yeah, definitely. I totally would be for the emotional support, the, you know, right. the things that it's building them, not what is breaking them. You know what right. I'm saying? For right. them to be involved in that. So if I had that exactly. deal, and just like we say, my none of my pregnancies was plans. Any of yours, sis? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, I was just trying to get some real quick. So, I really is worried. So <laughs> our baby fathers, before we even had these children, we we knew we knew where they were from. But like I always say, because people always say, well, you know what you was getting. So now when you got Debbie and you have a man that's not there taking care of your child, how can you complain because you laid down with him? And people say all the time for me, because I got three <laughs> by one and I always <laughs> say, yeah, but it be good things and stuff like that too. But you do know sometimes you have a yeah. clear concept a clear understanding of what that person is going to be unable to provide and i get that but i think that as time goes on it should be some growth just like we had to when it came and it wasn't planned and we was pregnant no one told us how to be a mother i'm still learning day by day and no no yeah is that we stepped up. What's that you were saying, sis? Because I said no, I was just saying as far as learning as a mother. You know, don't no man you would drop out this stuff behind no baby. And I don't yes. care whether you have one, five, or fifteen, they are all different. You know what I mean? Yes. So you always learn as far as them. Even as they grow to their stages a lot, they become different people. And we have to take time out to, you know what I'm saying, see where their heads are and all of that. Yeah. So yeah, emotional support is, I think, way more important yeah. than that. I think both of us are speaking on it. What we agreeing is that that time is worth more than that dime. It is. Oh yeah. When it comes to parenting. Yeah, yeah no, I, I would agree. Um, I, yeah. You and know, with that I mean, support system, I've been saying that has been really no benefit. Like, yeah, you'll get that check a lot of times. But then different, like I said, it'll break them down so bad sometimes where they playing outrageous amounts of money, different things like that. Yeah, and it's no. true. It can't do nothing. Yeah, no. Uh-uh. I, was, I, a license, when, the I had a child support case. I had a child support case some years ago when my son was younger. And I got it because I was younger and I needed, you know, assistance from the state. So you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, yeah, it got to a point where... Mandated. Right. It got to a point where y'all keep trying to set out these FTAs for this man and y'all garnishing his check and he's doing for his child. You know what I mean? And and me personally, I just didn't want that. And 
like you said, the emotional thing, it wasn't nothing about him doing and paying the child support, but he was there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went and I paid the closest case because he still needs to go out there and he still needs to make it, you know, make his money and stuff. Regardless with a clean, yeah. to be able to come home to be a father yeah. to our children. You know what I mean? So, and it's rare to hear women say that because that's how most women, you know, their position would be, oh, no, he made this child. Oh, he wants to take care of this. I need this money. I need, you know, anything they can do to tax them. Oh, I need to be broke. He going to be broke. But my whole thing I is, can I, say, can I can say, even with I, I, I would have took, I, I'm, I'm blessed they would do it I'm their own. and I take I take but it's another trouble, another headache dealing with that whole system. Yeah, and but I, I, I'll definitely say overall between even that shit and waiting for a check and all of that, no, nah, I they they could come and get their father. They could wake up and get their father, and and when he wasn't there, he they can pick up the phone and call him, and he's gonna be it's there. Like and you that's take what they that know. Away, right? That excuse because that's always gonna be a discussion. Trust me. Trust right. me, that is always <laughs> going to be an issue of the absentee parent if they are still putting forth efforts to not only play their child support, but to also provide that emotional and that mental um, support to the child. That's always going to be an issue. It's always going to be a concern because that is a trouble for real that is going to be there. It's yeah, going to be there. It bothers so me when I do when you ask them for things say, well, that's all of the she gonna get. Well, that's all she's going to get. I'm paying this. That's all yeah. she's going to get. It's like, why? Because it's not for her. Even if sometimes yes. women can be indicted, it's not for her. They be all in the business shell, don't they? Them bitter baby fathers, them bitter baby mothers. They doing this, they doing that with the child support money is for the kid. But it's right. But it's been I mean, like real about it. You when you're talking to your girl chats real, the Empress Lady K makes them, we're gonna keep it real. You because a lot of times you, you don't hear about women speaking from it on that standpoint when we talk about child support. I'm not saying by any means that anybody should not be right. um expected to support themselves or support their child financially. Right, but right. Uh, it, right. I agree. Just, like how I said, I would just Go with the deal. I would rather have that support. And I know that it's always an issue and it's always, uh, to me, a detrimental impact where it's supposed to be set up for them to pay financially and to support the child, but it definitely harms the relationship. And, and my right. opinion, and, 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 and I can agree with that, but let's just be real. Let's just be real. If, if you're not, if you are not raising your child in a T-Pine yes. household, whether it is they're in the mother's care full-time, then the father's care full time. Whichever absent parent isn't in the home on the forefront, the other parent is always going to, you know what I mean, quote unquote, come up short because they're not yeah. there. If my child right. wants something right now and I got it, and you may be able to one, you might be the father or the mom that gives it back or, yo, but can you take care of that till later on? I still got to right. do it right now. You know what I mean? Right. So, Parenting is definitely you know, a partnership, and I guess that's right. what and I guess that's what brought up the whole topic. And part, uh, parenting is definitely a partnership, and it has to be one that is mature and one that is able to be lived out for the benefit of the child. And I guess that was just the whole thing. Exactly. That if I'm around you. I'm gonna say something. But exactly. Hey, that's exactly what I said. That's I what I said. That's what she said. Yeah. 
But also, <laughs> hey, how you doing? You know I live to disagree with you. <laughs> but also having an understanding that regardless of whatever, that is your baby. I Amen. don't give a flying I don't care. I don't know if I can cuss, but I'm a wife. Oh, I'm gonna find fuck. You know what's going on? That is your when it's all good. If it's not done hastily, guess what? It's it's wanted sometimes when you got cussable or something. But guess what? That fucking child support system is just a mess in itself. It's crazy (laughs) that we got to the end of that because those are one of the main points that I was making in the beginning of the show. That is so many systems that set up. And what I'm saying, guys, don't be. Why should they have to tell you? What to do with your child? They weren't telling you. They weren't in there with us when we was doing ours. When this motherfucker what? got made, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah. And then you get upset because sometimes you put a, the opposite parent in a position to have to go there to them to somebody yeah. else. And wherever y'all was doing it, and however that baby was, you know, created, it wasn't a goddamn other soul in there that was talking about, you know, that has anything to do with the court. I don't it's a crazy process to me. It's just something that I wouldn't want to go through. I'm not putting anybody down that they chose to go through that system or whatever else like that. We just were speaking Alpine on how we talk about it. Shalina, I am so mm-hmm. grateful for you girl, that you called and to me. I offered you to come away. My girlfriend said, girl, I'm going to be nervous. I'm wishing girl, you did awesome coming and talk to me. Okay. Y'all, we are in the <laughs> last round about four minutes. Oh, is it three? Three, three, three. I'm counting this four. 8.56 and we ready to end this show, but before we end it again, I just want to give you all of the thanks for joining me oh talk to you later shalina thank you i'm sending you a gift thank you so much shalina brown mm, she showed up and she showed out she definitely knew what was up and what was what and she talked about that child support and that parenting thing just like i needed her too thank you girl kudos to you you did awesome you did awesome we're gonna be back every week Thursdays live at seven, talking about things that concern us. You know how I do it. It's our news, our views. I said your news, our views, but you get it. All of it, baby. Just please live for it. The day we talked about Brittany Grinder, how I am appalled they got this lady locked up over here for nine years for nothing. For nothing. For nothing. Y'all need to stop playing with her. Spread some positivity. How about we talked about Trump, how it's getting rated? <laughs> We know if anybody was us, we'd still be the same. But anyhow, those are some of the things that we brought up on the night show. They were interested. I enjoyed talking about them with you. And I'm so excited to come back here with you next week and every Thursday after to talk about things that concern us. Right here, we are grown and we are known together and you better live. I hope you live for it, y'all. It was the premiere of the show. Like I said, it was destined. You didn't show up here miraculously. Everything that you heard was necessary and something that you needed to hear. And I hope it helped you in some type of way. I hope it. I hope it be a better you and helps you to live because my motto is, it's more to life than done and you bet to live. We on the last two minutes. I kind of want to do a jig. I kind of want to do a dance. I kind of want to do all of that in my stance. You know what I mean? So excited. So very grateful for this opportunity. I did it, y'all. My first show. Bring it to y'all live, rugby, and raw. And guess what? I always... 
and looking for more, 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 more. So get at me. I already let you know to like, subscribe, and share the page. Like the page. You better live if you have not done so. Send me emails. What you want to talk about? Things are concerning to you. This is the platform to do it. And I am the one to do it for you. Yes. Living, 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 living. You know, your girl Chastity, that's my government. I mean, NT Forte. But you know, it's always real when you come through with your girl Chastity Road and Empress Cake Mix. Because when it gets fake, it always gets real. And that's the real, real, real deal. And that's how I always want you to feel when you coming through so you better live. Yes, I'm just saying. You better live. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, Keisha. That's that, girl. You better live. So we back next week, Thursday. Come through with me at seven, y'all. If you got something to talk about, hit me in them inbox. Email me, be exposed radio. You want to be a gosh, you want to get your business sponsored, your information on here. Let's do it. It's nine o'clock, y'all. And I'm out. You better live to next week. Come talk to me. <laughs>